It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, Tyvis Powell, Jason Lloyd. Plus, you're loving him, Mikey McNuggets. And so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show starts now. Booyah! Hey, here we are, the ultimate Cleveland sports show. Yeah. Uh, you would have loved to be here for the pre-show. We fired up today. We the go. Last oh, minutes, we fired up today. We've talked relationship <coughs> advice. We've yeah. talked financial advice. I mean, we talked bulls counseling us. <laughs> yeah, bull, try bulls to counseling. Yeah, I don't. Nobody wants that. I, 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 hey, hey, no, no, I, I got to cut you off real quick. G. Bush, I see you messing with that earpiece. I have never wanted to fight you more than I do right now. Oh, yeah. Now. Yeah, fair. right, right. It's that's fair. fair. Yeah, it's it's fair. fair. It's fair. I did. You're right. Yeah. You're yeah. right. That's Yesterday, fair. Jason went, to, went five minutes into the show, and then he put his uh, mic on. I mean, it's a mess. And we were all – everybody was here, on like, way early today. Yeah. Like, uh, just, I think I was the last one in so at people, 1030. People don't think me and G actually have beef. Uh, the earpiece is – he has a generic earpiece. Yeah. I gave yeah. him four weeks ago a molded earpiece kit. Yeah. Boy, you're now wearing a molded earpiece Love kit it. that you returned – we got made, got sent Tyvis back to has us. one. So it's is all, Tyvis, it's, it's so is Jason, there. so is Jay. And G keeps like, yo, my earpiece sucks. And I'm like, G, I gave you this a month ago. <laughs> I think ago they cut it up for a reason. To- <laughs> I think y'all sabotaged me. It is a big difference maker doing it. It, I it, still it, ain't got it. I haven't had a problem. Steve, Steve's supposed to be doing so. Steve don't like me, so he gonna. He gonna oh, Steve like Steve, Steve gonna wait till I'm till the show almost over with. Then he gonna say, "Oh, by the way, I got the thing for." Oh, the you earpiece. don't have the new earpiece? Oh, it's back there, but Steve ain't got some cord for it or something like that. Steve don't care about what? it. Steve told, okay. told me two days ago that he was gonna do it, and I still am using the generic earpiece. Man. A lot of people telling you stuff lately that they're not doing. Telling you. I'm, I'm blowing the, the, uh, right, playing but, me like a fiddle. But I'm, speaking of Steve, <laughs> how about this? Steve, his mom, it's her birthday. Yes. And she's 101 years old. Wow. Hey. hey. Steve, what's your mom's first name? Dorothy. Dorothy is 101. That's my mom's and name. And apparently still sharp as a tack. And what are y'all doing for her birthday, Steve? Steve, what are you guys doing for her birthday? Well, we're going to lunch with my family. Steve's family's here, and then they're going to lunch with their mother for her 101st birthday. That's Steve's birthday. brother, his niece, his uh, great – no, not great niece. Great, great nephew. Great yeah. yeah, great nephew. Yeah, that's right. That's, we got the whole tribe in here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that you're going for lunch without her. <coughs> Maybe that's the present she wanted. She didn't want you guys there. I don't know. <laughs> But uh, and a hundred and one, good for her. Yeah. Wow, hundred and one. We should all be so lucky to live to a hundred and one. I don't know. Maybe some of us don't want to live to a hundred and one. Who knows? Yeah. I, but, listen. Yeah, we got about. We didn't did too many bad things. Mm. We was fifty five. Never see fat hundred and one year olds. Nah, like not fat. We, what? what is wrong with y'all too? You, like you gotta like seventy. You gotta. It's is, never yeah. too late to work out. That's true. That's true. I took my semi glutide today. You taking that right? 
You got it back again? The semi-glutide, yeah. When did you I got it? to Affinity they, this morning. They, they, uh, see, you had to go there, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. They, it, oh, it, you can't get the, on the, the, black, the regular one. It, it ain't on the Speaking black one. working out. McNuggets, are yes. you sore? Because I'm still sore. How did oh, that yeah. work out for you? Yeah. Oh, my God. You should have seen McNuggets and Tyvis wearing their outfits. Woo. It was hilarious. Hey. The video coming out tomorrow. Listen, McNuggets look kind of like... Let um, me give them a teaser. Hold yeah. on. Let me put the camera on me, Steve. I'm going to let you know something, all right? I, y'all, y'all know me. You know that I'm a, I'm a talk till I die. Okay, that's and, true. You know, in this workout that we did, it was very interesting, and I really believe that they put extra stuff on my workout. I got to talk to Innocent about this. Extra <laughs> season salt. Yeah, because they, they like turned the volume up because I was talking crazy to him. Yeah, he was telling the trainer. No, you. He was telling the trainer. This is nothing. Coming. No, this is too easy. That's not what turn I told up, him. What I said is weak. Your stuff is weak. That's what I told him. Oh. And he kept turning it up. Damn. And guess what happened? It was still weak. Now what? Mike now said I'm he got a great workout. I'm paying for it today. By the way, Mike looked like, did, does anybody remember that on Saturday Night Live, there was a character who was like, it was a human being, <laughs> but he was like, a, he ate like an animal. Like he'd take the apple and he'd eat it. Like, I can't remember the name of that actor. I can't remember the name of the character. He also was with the two brothers that would uh, be going to the disco. I don't know. It was it was a guy, and he was basically like a monkey, even though he was a human being. You say a Mike looked like that? Mike looked – the guy looked – in that outfit, it reminded me of the guy who just – he was well, an I animal. I can't – I'm sure we got people that know what I'm talking about from Saturday Live. This is like 10, 15 years ago. Chris something or other is I the name like of the Chris Kattan? No, not Chris Farley. Chris Kattan. Right, right, right. That's Steve. I felt yeah, like Steve I felt like Mr. Fantastic with that zipper. It was not a compliment, Dave. Uh, Mike, sorry. Thanks. But, uh, a, Thanks. No, but anyway, you guys got got your good workout in, and, yeah. and there we go. Oh yeah, Jay, Jay, and Jason don't even don't even do it. I'm gonna tell and, you right uh, now. All due respect, y'all ain't gonna make it. No, yeah, no, 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 they would die. See, now I'm thinking of something else. Now those outfits <laughs> are reminding me of the movie uh, um, the Incredibles. No, I mean, I can't remember anything right now. My, my brain is just fried. <laughs> the Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger, where they wore, who, who saw The Running Man? Did you see The Running Man? Arnold Schwarzenegger, they wore those outfits. That was what you guys look like now. Go ahead. I've never, say, I never seen it. Go ahead and say right, we'll something. Let me yeah. just talk about you real Jay, quick. Can you hear we'll, me? We'll do it. Hey, this is a live IFB chat. Can you hear you? It, yeah, you hear it's, it, listen, it's okay. All right. Yeah, it's good. I, hey, I was over here like I was freaking a black and mild. I had everything <laughs> open. I, I was like, it's crazy. <laughs> Hey, hey. Uh, let's, let's try to right the ship here a little bit. We got a lot of football to talk about today. Uh, Brown's obviously playing the Ravens on Sunday. Huge game. Uh, and, and it's an opportunity, certainly, for both Deshaun Watson and the Browns to prove they belong. Every time the Browns show an inch of being good, fans complain that national media doesn't give you any credit. Mm -hmm. But national media doesn't give you credit until you truly believe, <laughs> prove you belong. And to some degree, you did that against San Francisco, no doubt. I think this, Browns win this game against Baltimore, people are going to be looking at the Browns differently. And so now we start to break down the matchup as we get late in the week. And Mike is, we're, we're talking defense, right? The Ravens and the Browns have probably the two best defenses in the league. Whose is better? We're going to discuss. First, Mike's got some facts for us on this. Mike. I got some facts I got to read and I want to tell the people out there. We are monitoring very closely a situation with the Cavs. We don't want to have a certain conversation about the Cavs until we feel we are fully justified and right in saying that. So anyone who's like, you guys ignore the Cavs, 
we are just not jumping the gun on a certain conversation. I think we all are on the same page of what we're what, talking about. What, because of rumblings that he might get fired? There are some things before we put a man's job on the line that we just got to make sure we well, are. We're not putting his job on the line. Saying. So mm. we are monitoring that situation. I think we're all thinking along the same lines as you guys are. And we will have that conversation uh, very, very soon, if need be. Before we get into the Browns' defense versus the Ravens' defense, let's talk a little bit about FanDuel because FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook, and you can score early this season with FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than right now to get in on the action. The app is simple to use, and they have a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL, an official partner of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. And you can become a winner on FanDuel, just like our dear friend Wayne Trotter, who won a lot of money, $120 bucks off a $5 four-part same-game nice. parlay. The other day, that's $120 on five. If you send us your winning ticket, you could be featured on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show because there is no better place to win than FanDuel. All right, Bull, we mentioned it off the top. Let's get into some yeah. stats here. We're talking Ravens versus Browns. Which team truly has the number one defense in the NFL this season? Mm. I'm going to let you guys get into this discussion. I just wanted to point out some stats here that I think will help give a little context to how good these two defenses have been. So let's start with the first stat. The fewest net yards allowed in a game this season, well, it's number one Cleveland, it's number two Cleveland, and it's number three Cleveland this season. No team, in terms of yards allowed, has been better than the Cleveland Browns this season. We go to the next stat, Steve. How about mm-hmm. touchdowns allowed? The Ravens have allowed nine touchdowns on defense this season in nine games. That's 105 drives, Ooh. nine touchdowns allowed. Ooh. The Browns' defense, which we, we all know has been phenomenal in its own right, they're tied with the Steelers for fifth with 15. That is 40% more than the Ravens have given up this season. Nine touchdowns in five drops. Let's go to the next stat, Steve. How about fewest first downs allowed? Cleveland Mm. is only allowed 96 first downs in eight games. Baltimore, 149. The difference between one and two, Dallas at 134, is 38. That's the same difference from Dallas to the 20th team in the league is the 38 first down difference. No team allows fewer first downs. We talk about sacks, a very important defensive stat. Well, the Ravens lead the league in sacks this season. But in sacks per game, they're tied for first at 3.9. I wanted to give you the per game because not every team's played mm-hmm. eight games. The Browns yep. tied for third with 3.4. But here's the caveat to that. Steve, we go to the next one. Highest sack percentage, so sacks per drop back. Yep. That's, That's where the Browns yeah. top the mm. Baltimore Ravens, 11.3. Essentially, every 10 times the opposing team drops back to throw the ball, they're getting sacked. That is the highest rate yeah. in the NFL. couple more here, just some advanced analytics. Before you get to the advanced analytics, let me jump in for one second. (laughs) Sure. Because what all of those stats don't account for that you've given us to this point is quality of opponent. That, you know, now, obviously, if you're not, at this point, we're at the halfway point of the season. So it's enough of a sample size that obviously, if you're number one or you're number three, you're good. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. How good, though, you need to know the opponents, you know, like the quality of the opponents compared to the other people in that mix. Yeah, and I wasn't going to give you the nine opponents versus the eight opponents sure. game by game, but just right. trying to give you a context. Pro Football Reference has this really <laughs> cool stat, and I don't know the exact formula, but before I show you it, you'll see where these two teams rank compared to the rest of the league. Mm-hmm. It's called expected defensive points added. So how many points your defense got a three and out led to points. Short field led to points. I don't exactly know the formula, but look okay. at the numbers. Number one in the league, Baltimore, 85.51 defensive points added this season. Number two, the Browns at 85.06. They've played a game fewer, keep in mind. So really the Browns is better if you do it on a per-game basis. Yeah. But look at three, four, and five. That's a 50-point gap right. between those two. Impressive. Let's go to DVOA, which Bull does take into account a little bit of the uh, opponent you oh, played. Oh, yeah. This is the top DVOAs ever through nine weeks. Hmm. The 2007 Patriots had the top DVOA ever tracked through nine weeks. The 2023 Ravens, the third highest DVA, wow. DVOA ever tracked at 49%. <laughs> 2007 Patriots is like absurd. DVOA essentially takes into account opponent, time, and measures your success on a certain play versus the league average on similar plays. Obviously, that's the third highest DVOA through nine weeks of all time. And here's success rate which counts this season, how successful a defense has been in stopping teams. They only started tracking this since 2016. Look at the top two teams. The Browns this season, 69.4% mm. success rate. This according to Next Gen Stats. The 2023 Ravens, the second highest, or I guess tied for second highest, ever tracked at 63.8%. Those are some of the numbers. Guys, in your opinion, do the Browns have the number one defense in the NFL right now? Or does Baltimore? Time to start us off. Man, that was a lot of That's a lot of information to take in, right? Um, I mean, I think it goes back to Bull's point about who each team played. But you can't necessarily say that because, like, the, the, the Ravens and the Browns played some similar teams. And as good as their defense is, they might have not had that same success against those teams. Like, I think that – let me see that, uh, that, that chart that shows the Browns' net yards – they uh the top they the top yeah. three net performance. One one thing I think is important to keep in mind, the three of us have watched every moment of every Browns game. Yes. Now I I can't speak to you guys, but I've seen a decent amount of the Ravens, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen every play of every Ravens. Right, game. right. I'm sure you guys are the same, probably. Right. right? No, you know, so in terms of the eye test, it's it's a little hard because we've seen the Browns more than the Ravens. Quick. You call about quality opponents. Yeah. They've played a lot of the same teams. That's what both I'm teams saying. Both teams have played Cincinnati. Both teams have played Indy. Both teams have played Pittsburgh. Both teams have played Tennessee. Both teams have played Arizona. Both teams have played Seattle. And that's They've what, played seven of the same That's where teams, I was so. about to go with it. Seven like, already of the same teams? I was going to say. The only, team, the only two teams that Baltimore's played that Cleveland hasn't played is Houston and Detroit. The other seven of their opponents are seven of the eight opponents. Well, that it can't be played. seven because they played each other. That's not You're saying that's the same opponent? Yeah, yeah, they'll play each other. Okay, yeah. so who are the two? So what are the what is the one game? Who's the only team the Browns have played that the Ravens haven't played? 
The Browns have played San Francisco. San Francisco is the okay, only so the, team that they've played at the Ravens. So the have Browns played. have played San Francisco. The Ravens have, and they played great against San Francisco defensively. The Ravens have played the Lions and, and Houston. And, and Houston. And week one against Houston. What's that? Week one against Houston. Yeah. Right. Right. So, and those teams are are you know good offensively as well. Well, so. my whole point was is that they played the same amount and. Although you can say that Arizona's offense isn't good or Tennessee's offense isn't good, yeah, they still played the Ravens played them too, and they didn't hold them to those type of numbers they as did. well. Now, so in fairness, I would that is something in, to think about. In fairness, though, the Cardinals had when they played the Ravens, they had Josh Dobbs. Now, Josh Dobbs isn't great, but he's better than the kid who played last week. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I mean, when I look at it, I mean, when you look at a defense, what do you? What's the number one stat that a lot of people care about? Sacks takeaways, and points. I only care about points. I mean, ultimately. I care about that's the, I, I care that's the about, most important. I really care about I'm a DB, so I care about the takeaways. The yeah, most. I mean, that's big. But this, I mean, they tied, so. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, if, if if all of these stats is true, it should be a 6-3 to three game is what we're about to get. But, I mean, obviously, I'm biased because I, I like the, the Browns' defense and I love the talent that they got. The Ravens, though, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's t- it, it, we're splitting it, hairs. Like, that's here. what I'm saying. Like both of them yeah. is really good. I I can't say who has the number one defense. I really don't know. Yeah. Like they, you know, you, what? you can make an argument for both, and I won't tell you you're wrong. Both of them is really good that's defense. That's the point of a debate show. Doc. You, I, I can't, the, I, that, but I I'll can't choose. There's no way I'll to choose one. If the Browns win this game, then I'm taking the Browns because. The Browns defense has a much tougher test this week. Well, Watson's playing, so I'm not going to say much tougher test. But obviously, Lamar's playing a lot better than Watson right now. So it's a tougher test this week. For the Plus, it's on the road. It's a tougher test for the Browns defense than it is for the Ravens defense. So if the Browns win the defensive battle this week, if I had to say right now, oh, gee, you go, and then, I, then I'll go with you. Go ahead. Oh, man, come on, man. Like, listen, I'm not about to sit up here. And, and about I saw the I saw the, the Ravens get touched just like I, y'all did against the Colts. I saw them get touched. We got know. touched against the Colts. Yeah, I know. So it's the same difference. Like we, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. My thing is the reason I'm 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 going with the Cleveland Browns is we've been dominant against teams, and when I mean dominant, <coughs> under 50, 50 yards, seventy something yards, one hundred forty something yards. And by the way. Let's be real. The reason our defense is better than their defense is, if you go out and you watch the, the Ravens play, they got their quarterback, and they know they don't have to hold nobody to zero points. Lamar Jackson and, and, and his cast of characters have a solid offense. They can go, and as a matter of fact, the people say he's playing like the MVP right now. So the level of stress that's on their de- defense ain't the same. We are not built the same. Lamar Jackson is out here putting up decent numbers. Look at them numbers he's putting up. Guess what we had? P.J. Walker. We can't win no games. We had DTR. We played the majority of our games with P.J. Walker and DTR, and we knew to beat the 49ers, you had to hold them to a certain amount of points. To beat the Bengals, you had to hurt them to – like, we don't got no no juggernaut offense. Our quarterback play has been horrible. But guess what? Our defense has been the reason we've won games. If you were Lamar Jackson and them, they could say yeah, they 72 because of Lamar Jackson and what he's doing. For us, our defense is the reason, the whole sole reason, that we have five wins. And on top of it, they don't have Miles Garrett. If everything's being equal – and it's like basketball. If everything be equal, you gonna say, well, who who got the star player? Charles Barkley said all the time, star player. If you got LeBron, he's the equalizer. 
I like their defense. I like the guys in the secondary. I even like what they're doing up front. But Kyle Van Noy and your boy Jadavian, that's cool. That's fine. But y'all don't got the premier guy. They got good guys. They don't got a premier guy. We got a guy that can take over and win you a football game. And they don't got that. I'm going with the Browns. All right. I'm I like I agree with everything G said there. I'm listen, this is is splitting hairs. It's 51-49 Browns. It's I mean it's as close as it gets. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of the reasons G said, and I'm gonna start with the most important thing he said, and that's Miles Garrett. That in the end is the difference. Now, I could argue the other way and say if Miles Garrett gets hurt, the Browns are screwed. Yes. Whereas the Ravens don't necessarily have that one player that that would be a big problem if he got hurt. I will say, I do think the Ravens have, if you look at the three units on the defense, I think the Ravens' edge at linebacker Mm -hmm. is pretty significant over the Browns, Mm -hmm. I think. Whereas the Browns are better on the D-line and the secondary, but not by as much as the I think the Ravens are ahead at linebacker. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think the Browns are ahead by a hair. I think what you said about the Ravens are playing all these games with a lot of confidence in their offense, and that takes pressure off the defense. Mm-hmm. The Browns have not been able to play that way the entire season. Uh, both, <coughs> te- both teams are great. Both teams, I, I do think Marlon Humphrey is an elite corner. Yes. I know he's been hurt the last couple of years, but the Browns have two elite corners. Mm-hmm. Right. Just so, because you don't hear about Emerson hey, as much. It, it is zero knock at the Ravens. They have a fa- they're a fantastic defense. And by the end of the year, maybe they are number one. We'll see. But right now, today, if I had to choose. That man got uh, six by, Hold on. By a <laughs> yes, hold on. yes, he, yes, he on. got who's, six picks. Who's this Dwight yeah. Stone? Who's this Geno Stone? This sounds like a creative player for Madden. Dude he got, got six He picks. got 34 tackles, which is a lot for six a corner. IMT, yeah. I guess they Seven have, they have two elite corners. Off. Yeah, I was about to say. Hey, six dude, picks, Nathan, too. Sorry. Dude like that. Yeah, that's, that's pretty the wild. NFL in interceptions this season. G also last week he picked off Geno Smith. It was the first ever Geno on Geno interception. By the way, Geno Smith is not playing well. Geno Tell me about it. He's on my fantasy team. He is not playing well, Geno Smith. He got paid. But the Browns do – the Browns have a slight advantage. Slight. Because of Miles Garrett. so slight. Uh, I, I love uh, the linebacker, Owe. I can't think of his first name. The dude from Penn State. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He's become a really, really good player. Yeah. Uh, he ran a 4 3 at the combine and shot right into the second. Now, round. Didn't, they get, didn't, they get, didn't they get another dude that tore his ACL from Michigan or something? Yeah. yeah David Ojabo. Uh, Ojabo. He's. Uh, he's uh, I wanted the Browns to drive him. He had, tor- he had Torres Achilles in his uh, workout. And I yeah. think. And, uh, and them moving Patrick Queen outside of uh, the middle, and now you have Roquan Smith yeah. and Patrick Queen. And they drafted a rookie from Clemson. He, didn't he was a big difference maker yeah. for them. Roquan Smith. Because their defense yeah. was not very good last year, and they got him. And, and you're right, Patrick Queen, who seemed like he was trending toward a bust, has now gotten better. Yeah. And Marlon Humphrey has been hurt the last couple of years. So He's healthy. Having him healthy, it's really close. But I think, you know, the Browns have a slight edge. Because of Miles Garrett. I think ultimately, and I do agree with G, like they've, they've had more dominant efforts. Yeah. The Browns? Yeah. The Browns have more dominant well, efforts. Well, I got to look at some scores. Let me, hold on. Let me Although. Ty, you want the scores for each? Yeah, give, honestly, give me, give what me the, the Ravens did. What the Ravens did to both the Lions and the Seahawks, was, especially the Lions, because yeah. the Lions' offense has been great. <laughs> that's what all I'm year. saying. That's what I'm that saying. Like, it's, I don't know and how you. That's why it's so close. But uh, I'm going to take the Browns by a hair. Two things, yeah. real quick. We yeah. just mentioned a bunch of really good defensive players on the the Baltimore Ravens, yeah. and I agree with you guys. I think it's 51-49 Browns. 
I think this may be the closest discussion or topic we've had where you can make a damn good case for either side. Did you poll this? We did. I'll give you the results okay. at the end. Yeah, of course our fans. We didn't mention Justin Matabike on the, the Ravens either yet. Their defensive tackles had a sacks in six straight games. He's going to be part of the five facts you got to know tomorrow. Okay. Who might be the most underrated defensive tackle in all of football. Yeah. <laughs> he leads the team in sacks. Third round pick out of A&M a couple years ago. I had no ago. idea that guy led the team in sacks. He's, saying, he's been phenomenal. He has a sack in six straight games, which yeah. is a new Baltimore record. You want some scores real quick, Tyvis? Yeah, let me get day scores. The Ravens held Houston to nine points. And that was CJ Stroud's first game. First game ever, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, we ain't going to count that. Bull, you can tell us a little bit more about this. Cincinnati, they won 27 24. The Bengals scored late, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they didn't. Listen, we all know that Burrow wasn't playing well early in the season, um, like he didn't against the Browns. But uh, put up that 20. game wasn't as close as, as the final score. I'm about to say, if they see each other again, I got my money on Cincy. They lost in overtime to Indianapolis, twenty-two to twenty, uh, twenty-two to nineteen. Yeah, they played. Their their offense was terrible in that game. That was yeah. more about their offense. Uh, they beat Cleveland twenty-eight-three. They lost to Pittsburgh seventeen-ten. They were up that entire game. Yeah, Kenny they, Pickett they, had that weird, crazy fourth quarter. Yeah. They held Tennessee to sixteen points. They held Detroit to six points. They held Arizona to. To 24, and I, don't, I don't, shouldn't say they held. <laughs> a lot of that was in garbage time. Arizona scored 17 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, when you hear stuff like that, and they though. held Seattle to three points. Yeah, I mean, what they did to Seattle and Detroit was very impressive. Yeah, it was. But what the Browns did to the Bengals and Tennessee, Arizona, I can't get as worked up about because yeah. that was just horrible. Yeah. But you know, Tennessee's yeah. offense has been decent this year, besides the Browns game. Well, Will Levis has been the uh, spark. Plug. He looks good. It does. It does. I can't. Yeah. I. I Either way, either way. The rest of the season, you know what? Every other team in the league would trade defenses with either of these teams. These are the two best, right? There's there's no other question that someone else could be in that conversation. No, but, you know, the next group is probably like San Francisco. And then don't even get me started. Steve Wilk's about to get fired. That's a shame. That's a shame. You got you can't have they lost three in a row. You can't have a defense. They pulled them like out of that. the booth. Yeah, I seen that. You can't have a defense like that and can't produce like that. That's and the dude last year just had them number one. Like and they got when well, they got Chase, they got Chase Young now. Yeah, that was a nice addition. He better save his job. All right, Mike, what do you got for us now? Let's do a Adidi said she's going to be a few minutes late, so we're going to change the order of the rundown. We're going to talk right. Denzel Ward real quick while Good. we're still on the defense Good. here. And before we do that, I need to tell the good people of the world that Jace Medical is allowing everyone to be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use, giving you a peace of mind so you're not just hoping you have access to medication in an emergency, but you actually will get it. Jace Medical makes sure you have that medication in hand. It's simple. They handle everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care, so don't get caught Unprepared, you get $20 off these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using promo code LOCKEDON. So check out Jace Medical at jacemedical.com. That is J-A-S-E medical.com. I got to tell you, Mike, I have never – this is going to be a surprise because everybody knows I like analytics, and I do believe in being smart and not just being a a dummy who doesn't use numbers. I have never been questioning PFF more than now because I was going through PFF – Yesterday, looking, I was looking at all the the Browns players and the Bengals players that play a lot. Just, just not for even work. I was just interested, and I saw some guys. I'm like, this guy, because obviously for the Browns and the Bengals, I watch every game, and I'm like, ah, 
this guy's playing way better than this or way I'm like this doesn't make they any sense. They changed their grading system this year and they're going to go I already heard Sam Monson saying a podcast they they're going to go back up. to last year's grading system yeah. because these grades Denzel Franklin Ward don't make was sense. like the 40th ranked corner or something. Yeah. And that's what we're like, going to talk this about. It's impossible. Ty, yeah. You've known Denzel for a while now. Yeah. What has taken his game from really good to I mean he's been elite in the past but consistently this season. And you correct No, he's not. Ne- I don't think he's been elite in the past. I not consistently that. for a whole year. I think he's been, in my opinion, a notch below elite. Has, has he, he been elite made, this year in has, your mind, Bo? Has he ever made all I think pro? he has. has uh, Denzel Ward. Let all, me check on that. The year before he I don't got think he was paid. All pro. I think he made pro, the Pro Bowl. I feel like he made I think he's I, made two Pro Bowls, if I remember. He never right. made Denzel Ward team. has not made all pro, Dang. but he has made two Pro two Bowls. Pro Bowl was right. First year, right? 2018 and 2021. Yeah. So, Ty, I guess the question is. Yeah. How has Jim Schwartz helped unlock the full potential of Denzel Ward? Well, I think the number one thing is he brings that energy for sure. You, you, if you look at Denzel Ward last year and you look at him this year, you could tell that totally he's more locked in this year. And on top of anything, he's having way more fun out there. I mean, the, the, little, yeah. the little striking up the, the guitar thing, I mean, you see it all the time. Yeah. And I think that no knock to Joe Woods, but – Denzel is a man-to-man corner, and you kept putting him in those zones, and it was so it was a lot of thinking involved. Obviously, we've seen the coverage bus against uh, the Jets game, where they mm-hmm. completely just whiffed. So I think it's not a lot of thinking involved. He knows, hey, I got this dude right here. I'm going up against probably the best receiver they got every game. I know yeah. I'm like that. I'm back. I'm 100% healthy, and I know I can strap anybody up. Yeah. And I think Jim Schwartz brought that confidence in there because coming into the season – no, everybody was like, he had a bad year. And you don't know what to expect from your defense when you right. get a new defensive coordinator out there. But you see these guys hunting. You see the success. So you start buying in more. And you know that you're a pivotal piece of that. Because if you got a number one corner that can shut a guy down, you helping guys get sacks or you getting interceptions. And I think that's what we see in this year. Just a confident Denzel who's having fun, that's really enjoying what he's doing, and he don't have to think about anything. You know, Tyvis, man, I like what you said right there. It irks me when I hear people say, you know, just going back, well, you can't run man-to-man coverage against so so and so because they'll they'll pick you apart. Who told you that, man? I played I, San Francisco versus Oakland Raiders in 2018. Was that 2017, 2018? We ran man-to-man probably 50 snaps, and I looked at the I looked at Robert Sala like, dude. <laughs> You can't call nothing else? No. Man, I was like, like, okay, it is what it is. That's what we (laughs) like, man. Listen, I don't want my coaches – you can mix some zone up as a mix-up, but listen, I I don't like my defensive coordinator's philosophy to be sitting back playing, let's wait and and see if they can make a mistake. No, we make you make mistakes. We're going to put pressure on you and we're going to be in your face. I don't like that. And well, they we're, do we're it just, without blitzing, too. Just, yeah, just go ahead and just sit back and let them carve you on up and then hold them to three. You giving up points. Your name is, is a defensive coordinator is Zaylik. We supposed to be attacking. I love attacking style defense. And they, when you watch these guys, Martin Emerson is a big corner. You got you got Denzel Ward, whose best whose best characteristics when you go back to Ohio State is playing man to man. And you got guys that want to get after the quarterback. Everything works hand to hand. Don't be putting your linebackers. That's why Taki Taki only played twenty some snaps. <laughs> He's got a high PFF grade because he played like twelve snaps. Good on rundowns. Don't be putting them guys back there talking about, well, we, we couldn't get our mics in there, in there to the deep zone. There's a reason mics don't get back to the deep zone because their name is Mikes. 
They don't do that. That's like, so I love the fact that they got him, got him hype and excited now. Well, and also what's helped all the corners is the fact that their safeties are playing at such a high level. Yeah. Right. You, if you trust your safeties mm-hmm. to, hey, because you play man to man, you're going to get beat once in a while. Every but, now and again. Right. So you, <laughs> that was painful for you to Every say right there. Every now and again. <laughs> uh, but if you trust your safeties that they could save you if, if, you know, if you make a mistake, mm-hmm. then I think you're going to play with confidence. You talked about Jim Schwartz building up his confidence more. When you're playing with confidence, even if you do make a mistake, it's not going to go away. No. Right? You're not going to lose that yeah. confidence based on Listen, one mistake. Corner, when, when you play corner in the NFL, you truly have to believe and, and, and without, without doubt that I am the best player ever to play this game. If you don't have that confidence, you're never going to last that corner because you're on an island by yourself. And if they beat you, if they just happen to beat you, you got to be crazy enough to say to yourself, that was fluke. You'll never get that again, and you got to line up and go play again. So, listen, for me, when I look at Denzel last year, it wasn't the fact that I didn't feel like he was that far away. It just felt like he was a step off last year. It was like one step. He would be close but he would never make the play. Like, he'd give up the catch, but he'd be right there. This year, he's all over the stuff this yeah. year. Like, he he running routes for people and picking balls yeah. off. So, it's like he's totally locked in. He's bought in. His film preparation is unbelievable because he's running routes for wide receivers. And his confidence is through the roof. I'm telling you, that man right yeah. there believes that he's the number one corner in this league. I think he's made more plays in half a season than he did the whole season last year. I probably right? agree with you. Now, there was – listen, I don't know. You know, you know him personally. Personally, mm-hmm. And obviously, we're not asking anybody to share any personal information. Yeah. But I had heard from a couple of different people that he was going through something mm-hmm. personally last year and that maybe that played a role. Because you talked about him being happy. He didn't look happy last he year. He did not. And, and he, this year, he looks like he's super happy. Man, having all, he's was smiling every time you without see saying, Without saying any specifics, obviously. Well, what was I, there something going on for him personally what I that affected t- him? What I will tell you is, is that there's always stuff that's going sure. on in athletes' lives. And of it course. does trickle down to right. your play at times. You don't. Yeah. You might not necessarily think it does, yeah. but it does in the grand scheme of things. And I think that maybe a little bit of stuff that he had going on kind of seeped into his play a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think he tried to find himself later on in the season, but it's like the damage yeah. had already been kind of yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. I mean, I've been. I done been in the doghouse too, but it's okay. You can always apologize. <laughs> I mean, listen. It, I mean, yeah. last year you got to think about it. It was. It was coverage bust. They was losing games that they shouldn't have lost. Talk about we gotta get like they did. It was something like as simple as communication. As simple as this. Hey, we in man. We in man. Whatever the sign is, we in man. Like they couldn't. They didn't even do that. No. Like that's how many times did we have that conversation? (laughs) That is sick to me. You can't. You couldn't look to your safety. And say, hey, whatever the signal is. How many times last year did I say we would be like, Tyvis, how come they can't they can't talk I, to each other? I don't Shouldn't be, this be obvious? That's what I'm saying. It was yeah. it's some, it was something going on, and you couldn't even do that. That simple thing. Tyvis, you done been on squads. You done been on teams that that hang out together, that yeah. party, that kick it, that that's real tight. But then you be on other squads, and they don't like each other like that. This team looks like they like each other. They look like they got more camaraderie. They more they they all playing. Last year it seemed like they was like saying, "Look, I'm sacrificing what I do best for somebody else because they can't get it done." Mm-hmm. Like here's the thing: you don't have to get on the same page when I know who I got. Now I could go to you and be like, "You got beat on a corner route. 
not well I was supposed to pass three off and it was a two by one, but the two by one and it was a cloud coverage. No, I don't hear all that. I I think for me when I realized that this this team was special this year, when I when I finally was like they got something, there is something there, was San Francisco. And I'm not even talking about the game. It was before the game, the scuffle before the game. Yep. That was when I was like, because because in years past, somebody get in a scuffle, you know, people mosey over there, you know, trying right. to show something. But I think this game, I mean, this San Francisco scuffle, they were sprinting over there. Yeah, like, right. I got you, bro. Hold on. What, what you doing? Yeah, so right, I right. think that to me lets me know that this team is they got each other's backs. Like I say, PJ Walker started that game and they didn't blink. Them dudes was like, don't worry, PJ, we got you on defense. We're gonna hold it down until you get right. Like that's special. And that's why I think that's the biggest difference. So, I don't know who brought the change. I don't know if it was Jim Schwartz. I don't know if Kevin Stefanski said something different. I do know having new coaches in there will change culture. But this team, to me, if anything, they got each other's backs no matter what. Obviously, we've seen David Njoku come on, and he, out of the little 10 minutes he talked, he made sure he said, we believe in Deshaun Watson. We got Deshaun Watson's back. Like, he letting you know, like, we all in on this right, thing. Right, right. I, I, they need to start a scuffle. I need a scuffle well, like every game. with Baltimore. No, just just with Baltimore. Don't worry, Odell. Oh, gonna, yeah. Odell gonna do something. Yeah, they need a scuffle <laughs> because here's my thing. Like they be trying a little brother. They be trying a really little brother. Oh yeah. Like I, I want to see Odell not have a single catch in this game. Not that he's done any. Well, he, he had, he had a touchdown last game. That was in garbage yeah. time. The game was already over. Yeah. Well, he, you know, were up like thirty. You got a bill coming. You got to I need that work because here's the thing: a lot of times with the Browns, and I'm starting to feel, I'm starting to see in these chats in different places, the Browns is Browns fans is tired of it. Like we're, we're tired of taking two L's to the Ravens every year. Like let me just remind you, the Baltimore Ravens are your old team. They, it, it's it's almost the equivalent of what they did. It's like you losing your ex-girlfriend or wife. And guess what happens? She not only loses weight, she gets smarter. She goes get a degree. She's winning in life. And she marries a supermodel dude that's more famous than you. You're supposed to be upset. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're not going to start working out on – you're working out now? Yeah. What happened in them four years before? The Cleveland, would, you would be upset. I'm a, 1995, they took your team. In a couple years, they won a championship. They took your best player, Ozzie uh, Newsom, and then they made him director of player operations, and all he did was, was go get player after player, Super Bowl after Super Bowl, and go to get guys that are Hall of Famers. And you've been left holding the bag. At some point in time, someone's going to have to get upset and say, look, the old Ravens, the old Browns, whatever the <laughs> case it is, it's a new day. You're not going to treat us like that. We need to get it done. Yeah. Browns need to kick some ass. Be physical in this game, obviously. All right, Mike. Uh, we got a DD coming up in about ten minutes. About or ten so. minutes. Yeah, yeah, she got a. Someone came up, so she had to push All it right. back a few minutes. If you guys are watching, hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. We appreciate it. It goes a long, long way in making sure UCSS gets out to the most people possible. It helps a ton on the back end on Fridays from twelve thirty to one. As you guys know, we are always on WKYC on channel three. So make sure you guys. Download the WKYC app or the WKYC Plus app. If you're not in the Cleveland market, if you are, watch us on Channel 3. It's 30 minutes of brand new content. And tomorrow's also Veterans Day, so if you are a UCSS viewer and you're a veteran or someone in your family's a veteran, send us a picture. We're going to honor some of the UCSS veterans tomorrow on the show. We appreciate everyone who gave us the uh, – who put the ultimate sacrifice out to help us and this country. So we appreciate all the veterans out there. We'll feature them tomorrow on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. While we wait for Aditi – Let's talk a little bit about Baltimore's running game, how the Browns are going to have to kind of scheme to stop that. We're going to have a Coach Tyvis segment tomorrow mm. on stopping the read option.
today, <laughs> let's talk about hey, Lamar versus the Browns, uh, the Ravens clips. running backs. Excuse me. They have a stable <laughs> of running backs, and it seems like whoever's in the backfield has been productive for the Ravens. But if you're looking from a Browns perspective, what's a more dangerous facet of the Ravens' rushing attack? Lamar and design scrambles. Or whoever the hell is in the backfield who seems to pick up four and a half yards per carry. Guys, for me, I mean, listen, the Ravens have some solid backs, mm-hmm. and their running game is dangerous, but I'm way more concerned about Lamar running than I am about their running backs. The, the Browns have shut down better running backs than the Ravens have. Yeah. But Lamar gave him fits, and Lamar gives a lot of people fits. And Lamar all, uh, is, I mean, look at that. He's only, what, 38 yards behind Gus Edwards there? Uh, Lamar is the biggest problem. Yep. He gave them problems the first time they played, and he's a guy you're not used to having to account for because there's really nobody else in the league, maybe Justin Fields, mm-hmm. that can that can run like Lamar can. And and to, to me, that's the bigger concern. I, what say you guys? I agree with you. I mean, if, if I'm if I, as a matter of fact, the first time we they played the Ravens, I sat right here and I said that they should have some type of good game plan for Lamar and G. Bush scolded me and said they should just rush in there and and get after him. And I said, I'm just telling you right now, you're going to create some lanes and it's going to get dangerous. And we know who won that argument. So I think (laughs) I think think that, you know, with them, I'm not worried about the rushing attack from the running backs, because I think that this is the defensive tackles has to be the ones that that get that nipped in the bud. Your defensive tackles have to be solid. I mean, coming off of Arizona, yes, I know it's Arizona. But coming off of that performance, it showed that y'all have the ability to be very effective in the run game. So if you guys can clog up that middle and keep your linebackers free, they'll be able to free flow and be able to hit these running backs and hit hit Lamar and get or have eyes on Lamar. I think the difference between – like the other quarterbacks, like Gardner Minshew, when he ran on us, nobody expected Gardner Minshew to run the ball. So that was why he was effective. With Lamar, you will have eyes on Lamar. You better make sure you got a skillful athlete that can chase him down. And everybody better be ready to run inside and out to the ball because the guy on the outside has to keep him contained. And those everybody else between the D-line and the linebackers got to flow inside out and make a tackle. By the way, the uh, in the first game, Lamar didn't have a big game in terms of Yardage, yards per carry. Yeah, two touchdowns. He had nine carries, 27 yards, but as you said, two touchdowns. Uh, as, I, as I follow uh, house decorum rules, I let the, the distinguished councilman for Columbus get his money off, and I did not interrupt him. Now it is a councilman from uh, the great city uh, of Canton that gets his money. Uh, could you stop my time? Could you just stop my time? Okay, here we go. See, here's the thing. As you said before, Bull, he didn't really kill you on the ground. What you got to do going into this football game is you have to actually do something and take something away from Lamar Jackson. The problem everybody got has with Lamar Jackson is they don't do you're you're a man without a country. You don't stop the run and you don't stop the pass. You give him a bunch of time to throw the ball and make plays and scramble around, but you still give him running lanes on read options and RPOs. So what you have to do against Lamar Jackson is you have to establish that, listen, at all times, Lamar Jackson, (laughs) you will have a chaperone. You will be held accountable, and you're going to have to either run or pass. I would put JOK on him, and I say, JOK, you have no responsibilities. Your job is to follow him wherever he goes. Make sure you, you go ahead and get that done. Now, what I'm doing up front is I'm saying, look, our job is to stop the run. No read option, no triple option, no RPOs. If, if, if Lamar Jackson want to sit back in the pocket and throw for 350 yards on man-to-man coverage, I'm going to shake his hand and I'm going to go back to Cleveland and say, listen, you did what you need to do. 
But Lamar Jackson, in my opinion, he cannot sit in the pocket and not scramble and be effective and throw for 350 yards. As a matter of fact, going back a couple of years, I, I, I give you Exhibit A. You didn't have the exhibit. They don't have it ready, but I'll, I'll give it to you next time. Exhibit A is here. We went to Baltimore, and he gave you four first-half interceptions, Bull. Four first-half interceptions. And the Browns, with your guy, JJ3, they did a good job of keeping him in the pocket, making sure that he wasn't throwing the football. Now, the Browns couldn't finish that game off, but that game is a 16-13 type ball game with bad quarterback play. If they can come in here and do the same thing and say, listen, your run game, no Justice Hill, none of these other guys, we're going we're gonna to sell out on that run. You beat us with the pass. I don't think Lamar. I, 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 I yield the rest of my time to the district <laughs> from yeah, Cincinnati. Just, real quick. Go ahead. I, I think object. the Browns, when the, when the Ravens run RPO, they should hit Lamar every time. Yep. Even if he gets rid of the ball, hit him. You paying the fine? Are you going to – if you give him a – what do you mean? You're not going to hit him. In, I'm not saying hit him in the head. He had the ball. We thought you know, he had the ball. You know what league this is? You can't tackle a guy? Yeah. If he has the ball in a he, second it, pass? It better be two steps. It's a, we got I'm not two saying steps. run 10 feet and, and hit two him. Two steps. I'm just saying don't pull up at the last second. Keep going through. Okay. Yeah. Make, just, he just wants be, to run. Just be he wants to fake run. Make him feel it. Just be aware that it's a 15-yard penalty. He has got and a fine. Yeah, let Miles Garrett put plenty of money. Let him pay the fines for the other guys. Nah, like I, By what, the way, on a quick side note before you go, uh, apparently uh, Jamar Chase is supposedly going to do something crazy dance or something for his next touchdown and Chad Johnson said he was going to pay his fine. Well, see, that's the thing. I was going to say that <laughs> if if the defense coordinator say yeah. I got your fine. Yeah, by all means, <laughs> by do all it. Means. Let's go But back to you. Okay. Two, <laughs> two days. One, one. I don't know where this my guy JJ three. I don't, where, <laughs> I, don't, wait, I don't know where that came from. I'm I just whatever. That's not even secondly. Are you insinuating? Because when I said that last, when I said that the first game, I said, you know what? They shouldn't get after Lamar. They should keep him in the pocket and don't have no lanes that he can escape out of. And you told me blasphemy. Get out. What is this defense good at? We get after him. Don't stop. Don't change what you do for Lamar. Oh, you come to the, you, you see the light. That's what you're telling me. Are you yielding your time? Yeah, I am. Go ahead. <laughs> He's yielding me the rest of this time. I'll take 15 seconds to talk about what he did. Now, listen, Tyvis, you 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 misconstrued. You get after him. Listen, you conflate two things. Just because you get after the quarterback doesn't mean you blitz. We got one of the best pass rushers with just four. That's what I'm talking about. You got to get after him. We're not going to bait and sit here and patty cake. We got Miles Garrett, mm-hmm. Zadarius Smith, Dalvin Thompson just what about, had three sacks. What about the rushing lays, though? What about them lays? Now, here's the is thing. He, is it like oh, best pass and move, do your thing, and get to the quarterback by any means? Now, let's not be Okay, I'm just asking because you I, last couple weeks ago you told me go all out. Listen, I, I'm a fiscally responsible guy with pass rush moves. Okay, I don't believe in selling out okay. on anything judiciously. I, I, love, think, <laughs> I love that you learn from your mistakes. Sometimes, you like, sometimes when you're dealing with, with extraordinary people, you have to do extraordinary things. I you got to sometimes it. respect that. Do so. we think that Jim Schwartz will do that? Will say, "JOK, your job today is to <laughs> follow." Lamar, like a shadow, you have no other responsibility. Is that does that happen? Uh, uh, is that extreme ever? Yes. The Michael Vick rule. That, yeah. that Michael, that was the, the Mike Vick. Uh, that he got that. Uh, who else got that? So, so my my issue with that, I don't have an issue with it. Is what is JOK playing? Is he playing the wheel or the Sam? Is he every down? 
Is he no, a, he, no. So he's only coming in. His, didn't his uh, snaps, snaps cut down last week? Yeah. So, so, yes. so technically, Taki Taki's the other linebacker that's on the field all the time. No, yeah. his is one down too. So no, who Tony is? Fields went up. So you telling me this? So when we go nickel, it's Will or uh, Walker and Tony Fields. I, it's probably Walker and a mix of one of the other. If guys. I'm going, if if I'm going nickel, I would like to have uh, McLeod. As a safety, and I would like to have Delpit in the box. So you wouldn't go nickel. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have a corner at the nickel spot. No, I. I, I would still have a corner. I'm so taking, oh, you're taking a, linebacker I'm taking a linebacker out. You going down? Uh, yeah. I'm so going you're down. going six DBs, one linebacker. Yeah, he going down. Yes. All right, guys. We'll get. We'll get back to the defense, obviously, uh, including as part of our conversation with Aditi Kinkabala. And we don't even have a read. Yes. That's how special Aditi is. Yeah. She overrides any read we had. So let's bring in our. Favorite sideline reporter, and I have a very important analytic for you guys. And Steve, I should have told you to get this ready, but can you pull up 215, please? If you guys don't know, the most important stat this week is what we're about to show you. Steve, you can take it full, and then we can just make it Didi's mic top. But the Browns are 3-0 this season with the Didi on the sidelines. So yeah. send the Didi to Baltimore. Make sure she gets to Baltimore in any capacity. The game's on Fox, that is, I think. I don't care. It? Make her an assistant coach. <laughs> Make her an assistant it, coach. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't – I mean, it has to be a CBS sideline assignment for it to work. That's a good That's point. So you're saying – Although, you, you know, this is kind of – this is. it feels very funny to be sitting here in my Browns gear – so I just went for a run. It should be totally okay to work out in free clothes, right? Like, yeah, is that okay? Or is that a bad thing if as an unbiased, impartial reporter in the middle of the season, I'm seen wearing Brown's clothing? Uh, I think it's one of those things. If you are a homer, like if you had a team that you were solid with, like this is the team that I ride for, it would be an issue. But if you're telling me that you're totally unbiased and you don't have a team yeah. that you're loyal to, them by all means. I mean, if you get I mean, free it's free. Gear, it's free. It's a free hat. It's a free shirt. Why would I not sweat in free clothes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? You get them free. You can say, I, I, yeah. I'm willing to wear anything from anybody in the league as long as it's free. I'm just representing Seriously. everybody. Yeah. I mean, if Mike Tomlin wants to send me Steelers gear, I'll wear it. I don't care. Free free is free. Everybody yeah, likes free. I wouldn't hold your breath for that. I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> You've been talking to Tomlin. You know how he feels about yeah, me? Yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty tight. We're pretty tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't you know, think he likes that 3 0 stat. I will tell you, I did get a message. I got a text message from someone high up in the Ravens organization this week saying, You better not be anywhere near our game this weekend. This person was joking, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like that's a pretty big stat right there. It's not yeah. like the Browns are 9 and 0, and okay, I was there for three of them. I mean, the Browns are only 5 and 3, right? So, like, three of the five wins, I happen to be there. Deshaun Watson's two best games, the defense's two best games. I mean, that should, that's sort of a I think there's fun some divine incident. intervention here. I don't believe in any of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a coincidence. It's yeah, of course coincidence. It is. Although we did try to tease Deshaun that he plays well when he knows I'll be there. What are the three games? The Cardinals, the Texans, not the Texans. They haven't played the No, Titans. the Titans, the Titans, the Colts, and the Cardinals. Okay. So the, right, Titans and the, the Titans and the Cardinals were obviously the two best defensive performances, less than 100 total yards. And then Deshaun, the most complete game was the Titans game. Then Deshaun gets hurt. Yeah. And now it looks like Deshaun is finally having, <laughs> has finally turned the corner and is ready to like get on the run that everybody's been waiting for for two yeah. years now. Gosh, I, I hope so. I can't believe I just said gosh, by the way. What, what happened? What? What's wrong so with gosh? I'm saying gosh now. 
Um, well, you live in Ohio now. You've lived in Ohio for a long time. I've, bec- I've become very Midwestern the last year or two. I'm, I'm fully <laughs> I- immersed. I'm going to I'm going to foot like high school football games and homecoming. Oh, wow. I, it's crazy times. I'm eating at chain restaurants, all kinds of things. What does that say? And you no write, curse. don't curse idiots? Is I that didn't write that. If, if I wrote it, you wouldn't be able to read it because I have terrible handwriting. But, um, Aditi, let's, you talked about Deshaun Watson maybe turning the, you know, turn the corner here. We all hope so, right? He did not play well in the first half of that game. He struggled. He was thrown mostly short. Second half, he played a lot better. Um but he's still got a ways to go to get back to the quarterback sure. he wanted to be, right? Well, look, this is, you know, our analyst, Adam Archuleta, said this during the game, that it feels as if every time Deshaun Watson has gone out this year, it's almost like his first game. Yeah. You need to be able to stack reps. This is for us, too. I mean, I'm having this argu- this conversation with my agent that I'm better my second game is better than my first game. My third sure. game is better than my second game. It's all about stacking reps. And when you look at Deshaun Watson, we know how beautiful that deep ball is. I think I just saw Amari Cooper say that the, that, that was the prettiest deep ball he's ever caught. We know that he can do that. And it sure looked really, really good Sunday. It's that intermediate passing game, those timing passes, those short passes that inevitably just need more work and you need to stack reps. And Deshaun Watson has not been able to properly stack reps. I mean, we heard him say earlier in the season that maybe he should have played more in the preseason just to get to stack those reps. So I think now, as you see, okay, he is healthy. The first question I asked him coming out of this game Sunday was, okay, how is the shoulder? And he said it feels great. So that's a great step. Getting a full week of practice in this week, just like he did last week, that's going to be really good. Look, he's playing a great defense this week. And I, you know, I had this conversation on the sideline near the end of the game with a member of ownership about how much the Browns ran the ball and passed the ball. I think it's really good that they ran the ball and ran the ball so well this last week because they're going to need to run the ball in Baltimore. They're going to need to control the clock. They're going to need to wear down that defense to some degree. So being able to manage that, having Deshaun Watson know when to be in run, when to be in pass, what what to check in and out of, like all of that is valuable. And It was good. You know, one of the things that he said to us last week is that could he have used one more week to sort of heal up that shoulder a little bit more? Sure, he could have. But he said there are two really huge games coming up in the Ravens and the Steelers. And he wanted to knock some of that rust off before this run of two unbelievably important division games. So, again, I think that it's very reasonable to expect to see him feel even more comfortable this next week. And, you know, at, at this point, you just hope he can stay healthy. You really do. It, it, and this season, this team, Kevin Stefanski, I just want Kevin Stefanski to have a run of somewhat normalcy, if that's even remotely positive, possible for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, his entire tenure has been crazy. Really. I, you know, that's that's funny you bring him up because you just led me right to my question for you. I'm gonna make that's a right. I'm gonna make a statement. You tell me okay. if it's foul or fair. Okay. Given <laughs> what is wrong? Can I say it? <laughs> Given the situation of this year, of everything that he's been through, should he be coach of the year for what he's done of this season? No. So thus right now, and we stop today. Boom! Right now. No. No. Not not yet, but 
but let's see where the season goes, and I think he can be in the conversation for sure. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I'm going to play along. I'm going to go follow fair okay. to pick back this. <laughs> Fowler like, fair. Let's right. Fowler Here fair. Here we go. Uh, right now, Kevin Stefanski, if it ended today, would get a coaching extension with the Browns. Mm. Fowler fair. Are you saying if I were the one in charge, what would I do? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. let's go. No, if, if, if you're the Browns organization. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. You have no idea what mess this organization would be in, what this team would be in, if not for Kevin Stefanski. Okay. Right. I mean, not that. But he can't be coaching a not, year. Not that, not that there are certain things, not that there are certain processes that couldn't be a little bit better, not that everything is perfect. But can you imagine Freddie Kitchens running this? And no offense to Freddie Kitchens, great guy. But can you imagine Freddie Kitchens running these last four years? I mean, think about how level and even Kevin Stefanski is and how he doesn't ride the roller coaster. And the last four years have been nothing but a roller coaster. Yes, 100%. I think this is someone who deserves an extension and should continue to coach this team. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, to me, that seems obvious. I, I, I agree with you. I, I'm leaning towards that. But there's still a long season to go. And he's, I agree he's in, with Tyvis, he's in the conversation. But right now, there are people that are clearly ahead of him. Who? Well, if, you got to start. I wasn't a big fan when he first, but you got to start with Dan Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you knew that coming in, though. Well, no, I, I'll you, tell you, Harbaugh should be considered, too. No, a lot of people were picking the Ravens to finish last in the North. And you know why, Harbaugh, you know why? Here's a great statement about John Harbaugh is that he is not afraid to make a change when necessary to get the most out of his players. And you look at the hiring of Todd Munkin, and right now the hottest thing in the NFL is to hire somebody from that Mike Shanahan tree, Kyle Shanahan, Matt LaFleur, Sean McVay, Bobby Slowick in Houston, all of these guys (laughs) come out of that tree, right? And John Harbaugh sat there and he thought, you know what? I've got a quarterback who's not a system quarterback. I don't want to put him in a system, in a box. I need to go find somebody who has run different offenses, who can think outside the box. And he goes and gets Todd Munkin, who also is not anybody that he has a personal relationship with. In fact, the way he got Todd Munkin, I don't even know if I told you guys this story, but so Todd Munkin was at Georgia when Tom Crean was the men's basketball coach at Georgia. Tom Crean, of course, is John Harbaugh's brother-in-law. John Harbaugh calls his sister, Joni, and says, hey, do you know Todd Munkin's wife? Do you think you could call her and see if he'd be interested in talking to me about my offensive coordinator job? This is not like, let me go find my friend, let me go give my buddy a job. He really scoured, who should I talk to? He also interviewed a bunch of people. I know at least three other people that he interviewed. I think about the city of Pittsburgh where the search for an offensive coordinator the last two times has been completely different, as in there's been no search at all. And there's not necessarily been getting someone that can best match your players. John Harbaugh went and he did that. When John Harbaugh had to get a new defensive coordinator, he found a bright young man and look at young mind and look at how this defense is working. I, I'm so bullish on John Harbaugh. And I think 
the way that they're playing right now, what he's getting out of Lamar Jackson and how they're sort of flying under the radar. You know, we don't even talk about them in the AFC as much as we should. Yes, I'm a big, big, big John Harbaugh fan, but I also think that the Browns have a really, really good chance this weekend to make some noise. I think the ra- the reason to me that the Ravens and you know I-, I think right now they're the best team in the AFC right now at the at this moment. But the reason I think they're not getting a lot of hype <laughs> is because Lamar has fallen on his face in the playoffs every time to this point. So I- I- he's got a lot to prove in the playoffs. I mean, same thing with Watson. Deshaun Watson's never done anything in the playoffs either. So you're always going to lean towards at this point more hype for. Certainly Patrick Mahomes or even Joe Burrow, the way they've played the last few weeks, because those guys have won big games in the playoffs where sure. Lamar hasn't. I mean, sure, but each year is a new year, and it's a new chance to do that, and you don't win in the playoffs until you do, That's right? True. I mean, so I'm unwilling to say, oh, they'll never win in the playoffs because I it agree. hasn't happened yet. I mean, he's been unhealthy. He hasn't been healthy the last two years. I don't know that that's a fair it just feels like a lifetime ago at this point, you know, when they were a top seed and Tennessee comes in and Tennessee wins there. It just, again, feels like a lifetime ago. Lamar's rookie year when he led them on that rampant run through the second half of the season. And then the chargers, it was the chargers, right? Came in and won. It it feels like such a long time ago. I didn't have a second baby for either of those games. By <laughs> one of them I did, actually. Yeah. But one of them, I only had one child. Like, that's a lifetime ago. That's true. Let me ask you, let me ask you a, a, a big picture question, Aditi. Um, we was kinda ta- I was kind of ta- tossing and turning and tumbling this in my head. So if, if, say, for instance, you got your boy, Sean Watson, he throws for 320 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Leads a nice, solid drive to get the Browns to lead. They come back down. Lamar Jackson just makes some plays on the defense. Justin Tucker kicks a field goal. They lose by one point. Do you think, do you think Browns fans would be okay with a close loss to this Ravens team if they're seeing progress from Deshaun Watson? I think they should be. I mean, think about it. a division game is always unbelievably difficult. And look, we know it's not about participation trophies and almost win counts for nothing in the standings other than an L. I get all of that. But you want to see good play. You want to see competitiveness. Think about all those years ago that was it a Monday night game, that Ravens Browns classic. Was that Monday night or Thursday night? Why can I not remember? But that crazy classic, you know what I'm talking about. When they could, we got a Somebody field goal blocked them. and they took it back. Yeah. No, was was that it? no, it was like the back and forth, the back and forth. And then Lamar hits Willie Sneed and Mark Andrews late with the Lamar, the Lamar game where he had to go to the bath. Oh, that was with Baker Mayfield. I can't remember if that was a Monday or it was a Monday or a Thursday. I think it was a Thursday night game. That was a Thursday yeah. night game. Yeah, that I think it was a Thursday night game, actually. Yeah. You're right. Um, instant classic. You know, like, that's what you expect out of these division games. They're, for years and years and years, Steelers-Ravens has been – they've been basketball games. It doesn't matter what happens. It all comes down to the last five minutes. And so you want to be – you can't be a rival. You can't be a – player in the division until you play games like that. I think it's every fan should want to win every game. And again, like I said, it's not about a participation trophy, but you also have to be somewhat reasonable and say, are we playing well? 
Are we playing in a way that we can make a run? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Aditi, I know you're a huge John Harbaugh fan, but I want you to know that his brother is a cheater. Go Bucks! <laughs> um, and uh, what is if, going if, on there? If you had to, but uh, <laughs> going yeah, back but aren't to, they try, wait a minute, aren't they now trying to say that Ohio State and Rutgers and somebody else all—that's what cheaters do. Blame other people. <laughs> no, what they said was they were saying that Purdue did this same thing. So if you're gonna punish, just make Ohio sure you State punish Purdue. And, and Ohio State is sharing notes with Purdue and stuff like that's totally yeah, different. Yeah. Things. Anyway, anyways, that's neither here nor there. Mm. They're cheaters. Anyway, we talk about the NFL. <laughs> if you had I got no, no dog in this fight. If you had to pick a defense for the rest of this season, which one are you taking, Baltimore or the Browns? I'm taking the Browns. <laughs> Smart. I I just I, I I really really like that defense on all three levels. I like that they're not ever trying to get too cute. I like how fast they're playing. Uh, that front is so insanely disruptive. <laughs> but then you look at that back end and. The, uh, the way that they are able to play man and how much they play man. And I love those linebackers. I mean, you were talking about that earlier. You're talking about JOK and could he be a joker? I mean, JOK has bulked up a little bit, you know, to try to hit that line of being more available, being more durable, but he's still so fast. I mean, he's so fast. And Anthony Walker is just one of my favorite people. So, like, of course I root for him. I don't know. I just, I really, really like that defense. Jim Schwartz scares me just in case you were wondering. He does indeed. <laughs> but I like that defense. By the way, Aditi, can we just talk for a minute about how frustrating it is? The steal, like Kenny Pickett and the offense is trash, and they <laughs> find a way to freaking win almost every week. It drives me nuts. He stinks. I said he stopped. Everybody was hyping him up going into the season. He's continued to be terrible. He made a couple. He leads throw- fourth quarter drive. Hey, he's got three, three, comeback game-winning fourth quarter drives this year that's hard to argue with now you can sit here and say why are they in that position why don't they do anything in quarters one through three because he's not any good because they end up with the w's well you know this is a this is why mike tomlin is so complicated because in so many ways his teams are resilient and they fight and they you can never count them out i think i called them a cockroaches on the radio they never die they never ever ever die the flip side is they are in this position because of some of his decision-making, like his continuing to run this offense, whatever it is, <coughs> and some of the personnel stuff. And, you know, but they are a very, very, very well-coached team. Mike Tomlin is very good at getting the most out of all of his players at motivating different personalities in the necessary different ways. And they win. And I'm sorry that it's annoying to you. It is very annoying because they don't deserve it because their quarterback stinks. Well, I don't he know has about that. small hey, hands. I, you know and I'm, I'm sick of hearing about these fourth quarter wins. Good teams don't have to come back in the fourth quarter because they're winning already. Big, 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 big person. 
What's that? I, I think Kenny. I think Kenny Pickett would be so helped by being in a different offense. He has small hands. Both of his development. <laughs> you know what they say about guys with small hands, right? I'm sorry. What was that? Nothing. I'm. I'm. Out of I said he has. Small. You're actually lucky. You didn't <laughs> he has small hands, right. Aditi. You know what? He has these double jointed thumbs and they're like very weird. That's why it measures small. The actual hand is not that small. Mm. Really? I'm this is you. this is classified information that I'm glad that we are friends that I know. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm not going to talk about another man's hands. Bro. <laughs> he said that they're double jointed. No. All yeah, right, just look. You can find a picture, Tavis. You can find a picture online. He's got these very weird double jointed thumbs. So like, however they do that measurement. Yeah, thumb is, to thumb to point. Uh, thumb is like double jointed, whatever. However, a double jointed thumb looks. So it like measures funky because the thumb isn't the way it's supposed to be. Who's winning? But it actually uh, grips the football. I've been told that it grips the football better because of that double jointedness. I'm going to make you make predictions to end it. Steelers. Predictions. Steelers are playing. I forgot who they're playing. The Packers. Steelers, Packers. Who you got? I don't know. I don't. I hate predictions. I don't want to be in the business of this. Sorry. <laughs> I Steelers. 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 You really it's at don't home. Make predictions? It's in, it's- yeah, I don't like predictions. All right, I won't. I won't make you make predictions. I don't want to put you in a tough spot. Sorry about that. That's all right. I, you know, if you don't want to make predictions, you don't want to put it out on the line. There you go. <laughs> leave it to me since I'm leading. Uh, no, the because picks. then you know what? People no. bet money based on what I say, and then they come after me and say, "Oh, it's I lost problem. this money," and it's like, you know what? Don't, don't. All right, do no that. predictions from Aditi. All right, have a good weekend. We'll see. What game do you Thanks, have guys. this weekend? Do you have a game? I don't. I don't have a game this week. That's a bad move by CBS. We'll see you later. <laughs> good night. Um, good night. Well, good night. It's, a, it's the morning. You just so, uh, early up. afternoon. You messed you, up you today. Make people, you making people go to yeah, sleep. I'm a little messed up in the head right now. <laughs> see, just, I got thrown off by lack of prediction. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. I, I love Aditi. I want her to give prediction. You can't, don't want to do it. I don't you never want to hear the words of, from a woman. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> you never want to hear that. True. <laughs> If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.